Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. City black to dawn, man. I stay high like them white boys. Stay fly like them right boys. Beast in the field, dinosaur. Cut the cocaine, build the cars. And I just jumped off the porch with dirty gloves. You pastors. Been crossed so many times, no cross the turn to a cheese piece. Hey, I got them ropes from my neck. Been crossed. Alright, today we got City Black jumping off the porch with us today. Man, it's your boy City Black, man. I stay high like them white boys, stay fly like them right boys. Beast in the field, dinosaur, cut the cocaine, build the cars. And I'm fresh off the porch with dirty gloves, you bastards. How you feeling, man? Man, I'm feeling pretty good, man. I'm blessed to be here with you, man. For sure. All the way from Allendale, man. South, South Carolina. Carolina. You know what I'm saying? Trenches. Hey. It's a pleasure to have you on the porch with us today. And it's a pleasure to be here. For sure. It's your first time out here? Well, I live in Atlanta now. You know, yeah. I, was, I was back and forth for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so welcome back to the city, man. Man, welcome, man. Yeah. Yeah. So how would you compare Atlanta style of living versus coming up, you know what I'm saying, Allendale, South Carolina? Man, it's totally different. Yeah. Living in South Carolina is like living in slavery. Why you say that? Man, because you can never own nothing out there for one. And like where I'm from, it's like, it's how I live in, man. Like, it's no jobs. It's great poverty. Like, you know what I'm saying? South Carolina is a little state, you know what I'm saying? And we probably got like over 30 counties, but it's like 15 prisons surrounding in them 30 counties. So, you know, like, I think like our natural resources out there is just sending people to prison you know what i'm saying like it's real hard living out there but don't get it twisted man like if you got money you can live out there but if you ain't got no money man it's gonna be real hard for you out yeah there. like it's real hard living out there for real, for real so how would you describe your childhood coming up out there in an environment like that man you know i grew up in boys homes yo like i got locked up when i was 11. yeah yeah man i got locked up when i was 11 shit. You know, shit, I put around and hit a lick. Me and my dogs one day, we all post up uptown and shit, you know what I'm saying, by Hardy's. And one day my dog came to me, and he was like, bro, I got a lick for us, whatever. And I was like, what you talking about? He was like, man, you know, like, you know, we can get some cell phones, whatever, because, you know, I'm 32, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I grew up in that new millennium area, you know what I'm saying, like 2001, 2002. You know what I'm saying? I'm like 12 at the time, you know? So you like, bro, like, we can hit a lick on these cell phones. I'm talking, this was back when people had pages and shit in the hood, you feel me? Like, we prefer people with cell phones running around that bitch, you feel what I'm saying? So my dog asked me to go hit a lick with him and shit, and we hit the lick and shit, you know what I'm saying? We got like 50 cell phones, no kills, you know, no fresh phones, you feel when they first came out, whatever. Yeah, yeah, man, so we end up getting jammed up for this shit, whatever. And they gave me juvenile life, you feel me? You know, I ain't got out till I was like 16, 15, like 15 and a half, 15, 16, you feel me? Yeah. How would you describe that experience? You know what I'm saying? Like, was that your first lick? Hell nah. Right, man. but I'm saying that was the one, you know what that I'm was saying? The one, you feel so what I'm saying? How would you describe that experience and that transition, you know what I'm saying? Because that's a whole different lifestyle change, you know what I mean? 
man, so, it, it, it is, man, like, you know, being locked up in boys' homes and stuff, you know what I'm saying, and stuff like that, it's just, you know, like, I basically raised myself, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like, my mom's went in there because I was locked up, you know what I'm saying? I used to come home on visitations and stuff like that, you feel me? But for like two or three days, then I had to go straight back, you feel me? I even tried to run away one time, Damn. you know what I'm saying? Shit was just wicked, man, you yeah. feel me? Like living in South Carolina, man, they'll, they'll lock you up for anything, man. Like I be telling the youth, like, if you ain't got no business out here, you know what I'm saying? Like, just go to school and get away from this shit, you feel what I'm saying? Like. You ain't necessarily gotta get away. I don't wanna say it like that, but if you ain't got no business, if your people then laid down the foundation for you out here, it's no need to be out here because it's nothing to do. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's, you ain't gonna get no major job out here. You feel what I'm saying? So, we got 15 prisons, ain't up with like 32 counties in the state. You feel me? So, you fuck around and get locked up or you get killed. You fuck yeah. around out here in South Carolina, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, for real, like shit, for real, for real out there. So when would you say you jumped off the porch? I'ma be honest with you. You know, a lot of people say like, oh, they jumped off the porch. I just told you I got locked up for juvenile life at 11. You know, but speaking on jumping off the porch, I ain't really jumped off the porch till like January of last year when I moved out here to Atlanta for good this time. You know, because like, I started thinking about my future. You feel what I'm saying? I was like, where I'm going at, you feel what I'm saying? Cause living in South Carolina, only thing I ever did was really like, sell drugs, you feel what I'm saying? And I really wasn't really like doing too much. I wasn't thinking about my future living out there. You feel what I'm saying? Because your future is really limited out there. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. So shit. When I moved out here, man, then I started thinking about my future. That's when I can really say, like, I jumped off the porch because yeah. I got out of my comfort zone, you feel yeah. me? And a lot of people ain't gonna say that, you feel me? A lot of people gonna be like, oh, I jumped off the porch at 11, at 12, you know what I'm saying? But when I moved out here, when I started thinking about my future and my kids and stuff like that, that's what I consider jumping off the porch. Real you know, shit. Because I'm jumping into a real world, you feel yeah. what I'm saying? A adult world, you feel me? For real, for real. That's real. So out of all the things you've been through, what would you say was the most important lesson learned growing up? Man, the important lesson growing up is never take nothing for granted, for real, like nothing. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like good times don't last forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you can have rainy days, you can have bad days. You know what I'm saying? But what most important, and for the most part, never take nothing for granted out here in this world, you know? For real. Yeah, for When would you say you started to notice your interest in music? Man, all my life, man, like, when I was real young, like, way before I got locked up and stuff like that, way before I started going through the transitions of getting locked up and juvenile life and all that shit. My cousins, um, they used to always have me like, we was like, my auntie, whatever, God bless the dead, her name was Kuda. She had like a, a mo they used to live in a motel, whatever. And um, my cousin Patrick used to keep us, you feel me? So he used to have the boom box over there, you know what I'm saying? Back when it was tapes, you feel what I'm saying? 
You get to be bumping that EPMD, you know what I'm saying? That old school shit, you know what I'm saying? You know, that Scarface, you know what I'm saying? That that on um, that outcast, you know what I'm saying? And shit like that. And he used to always keep me in front of the radio all the time. You know, he used to pull me up a little cup. They used to drink OE and shit, you feel me? Mm -hmm. You know, this was way back in the G, you feel me? So, you know, he used to keep me in front of the radio, man. You know, and I guess, you know, I started latching on to the music. Yeah. I guess that's how it started with me. That's real. Yeah. So when would you say you know that you wanted to make this shit like a life goal? You know what I'm saying? Not even a life goal, but like a life path. Life path. Hold on, let me ask you a better way. So when would you say you noticed that this was something you wanted to do with your life? You know what I mean? When I found out that I really ain't had nothing but music, my kids in music, you know, like when I was living, like before I moved to Atlanta in January, I was living in Columbia and like shit just was going west for me. Like shit was just going all the way left. Like everybody like just leaving me and people just disappointing me. And that's all I had was music. And then I used to stay at this hotel called the In Town Suites or whatever. And um, I ran into this white girl one day. I think I asked her what, what was the Wi-Fi code. And um, we started talking and shit, you know what I'm saying? She, from, she was from up north or whatever. You know, she was a Yankee or whatever. So we started talking and kicking in and shit, you know what I'm saying? Not on nothing sexual, just like, just a friend type shit. And so, you know, she started asking me like what I want to do with my life. And I was like, shit, I make music. You feel me? She was like, well, you on any platform? I was like, hell no. Nah. I was like, what is a, what is a platform? Only platform I know is Facebook. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And shit like that. She was like, nah, you got platforms out here like United Masters and Disco Kid. They can um, put your music in all the stores, you know what I'm saying? Like Instagram, TikTok. And I was like, I don't know nothing about that. You feel me? So she, she had hooked me up, you know what I'm saying? And she got my album cover, you know what I'm saying? which is this right here, you know, Resurrection of a Dead Black Goat, you know, my first album that I put out. Matter of fact, she helped me. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Made the album cover and everything, man, then... I was like, she, after she did all that for me, you know, she kept me motivated with the music because everybody been done turning their backs on me, you know what I'm saying? So the only thing I had was my kids and music, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, she kept me motivated and I just kept scribing, you know what I'm saying? I was like, man, if I'm gonna make a move, I need to make a move now. I had yeah. a little bit of scrimp in Atlanta. Like I had some peoples up here who I can just come stay with, you feel what I'm saying? So. That's what I did. I came like I came and stayed with them on December the 28th, cause I was like, man, I can't let the first of the year catch me in South Carolina. You feel hmm. what I'm saying? So I just hauled ass. I jumped on a Greyhound bus, and I just parked up at my people's crib. You know what I'm saying? I went and got me a job. You know what I'm saying? And I just worked it on music. You know what I'm saying? Today, you know what I'm saying? This when I'm back. Yeah. You know what I'm Real spill. So shit. how would you? Describe the transition, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, it's an adult world, right? Yeah. So how would you describe the transition that you in now versus where you just was a couple months ago? Uh, man, it's real different, man. Like, like it happened so fast, I guess, man. Like, when you're doing the right things out here, like, shit just happened, man. You feel me? When you're doing the right things, shit just happened. 
you know, because I'm used to a violent ass life, man. I'm used to selling drugs, pimping, you know what I'm saying, and shit like that. But when I was like, man, I need to do this shit the right way. And when I came out here and just got me a job, all type of blessings and just started coming my way, like out the middle of no way. I'm talking about when I was down to my last, I might I might check my cash out. She might say 17 racks on that bitch. I'm like, God damn, where this shit coming from? You know what I'm saying? But when you're doing the right thing, God see that shit, you feel what I'm saying? And he just send blessings out the middle of nowhere. Take you for real. Yeah. Real shit. How important is fatherhood to you? Man, fatherhood, yeah, man. Like, I love my kids. I got two boys, my oldest son, eight, and my youngest son, four. My oldest son named Jedediah, and my baby named Kane. Yeah. So how important would you say it is to not only be in, in their life, but a reflection of importance to them, you know what I'm saying? Like, how important is it to be a role model to them as well? Man, it's really, it's really important, man. Like, it, it's really important, you feel me? Like, because I know my kids, you know what I'm saying? I love them and I know they love me. Like, my baby mama just sent me a picture of my oldest son and he holding up a microphone, you know what I'm saying? So I know I gotta do this music shit because I know this where this shit finna lead to in their life, you feel what I'm saying? And my oldest son, like, he like NBA young boy, you feel what I'm saying? So, you know, and, and when I when I have him over the summer and stuff, he love rapping and I take him to the studio with me. You know what I'm saying? And we just be like, when I be writing music and stuff, he like my motivation. Well, both of my kids, my motivation, but you know, shit like that. That's real, that's yeah. real. So besides music, what's some of the goals you got set for yourself in your career? Well, my album is a trilogy. You know, it's an album, a book, and a movie. You know what I'm saying? I'm writing a book right now. You know, it's gonna take me some time to finish it. You know, so hopefully after I get my deal, whatever, I can just move out to California some way and just sign another deal with Warner Brothers mm. and just shoot a big ass movie, Resurrection of a Dead Black Goat because my life is a movie, you know what I'm saying? Like coming from South Carolina, it's a movie. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like all the shit I done been through, like man, I down there, man, you might well say I was living in slavery, bro. You might well say like, for real, for real, like, you know what I'm saying? You don't see, you don't see all these marks on me, bro? Like for real, like, I was really living in slavery in South Carolina, bro. Like, Where did the like, marks come from? You know, gunshot wounds, you know, just going to war, period, fighting. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah, shit like that. Yeah, shit. You know, shit like that, man. And what other ways would you say you were living in slavery, though? Man, because, like, I was trapped in a lot of shit, you feel me? Like, trapped in drugs, trapped in the streets, trapped in South Carolina where there's really nothing going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy, man, because you don't know, like, you can you can walk out your door and might not even make it back home living out there, especially where I'm from. I'm from Allendale, you feel me? And then just Allendale, the whole South Carolina like that, you feel me? Like, cause I done been around, I'm 32. You know what I'm saying? I done, been, I done lived in Columbia. I done lived in Charleston for a little while. You feel me? Hip and Head Island, just about all over the low country. You know, and everybody just got the same mindset out there. It's nothing to do. So, you know, it's just boring. And when it comes to violence, that's like recreation to us. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
niggas pick up guns quick and just start nitpicking with people. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like it's real out there, you know? And it uh, seemed like yeah. nobody really like know about South Carolina. Well, they do now because there's a lot of artists out there like Black Zach, you got Long Money Phil, who else you got? Um, you got a couple more other people, you know what I'm saying? So we just starting to get that exposure, you know what I'm saying, to the music industry. You know, but South Carolina, man, is a hell of a state to live in. If you want to be a slave, move to South Carolina, I promise you. You ain't got nothing going on. Man, like I be telling these kids out here in Georgia, man, who, who I be politicking with, whatever, and they be talking about scratching and hard times, I be like, bro, you ain't going through nothing. Like, I'll take you some way right now, and you will run back to Georgia with no shoes on your feet real quick. You know what I'm saying? So shit, man, like, living out there is really real, man. Like, for real. That shit real, for real. Like, so what inspired the name the album, Resurrection of a Black Goat? Resurrection of a Dead, of a dead Black, Black Goat. Because, man, it's really just opening up your third eye. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, like looking at shit for really what it is, you know what I'm saying? Like, we all ghosts, we all great in our own way, you know what I'm saying? Like, but at the same time, you got a lot of people who walking around on these streets, man, they really, they really dead. They just walking around, you feel what I'm saying? The walking dead type shit. And you got a lot of people who lock, you got a lot of people who on these streets but they locked up inside their minds, you feel what I'm saying? But it's just like unlocking, you know what I'm saying? And just basically just waking up, you know what I'm saying? Just waking up, man, and just seeing your potentials for really what it is, man, you know what I'm saying? That's all it is. So that's why I named my album Resurrection of a Dead Black Goat, because at once upon a time in my life, I was really dead, bro. I was just like doing anything, man, like selling drugs, pimping women, all type of stuff, man. Anything for a dollar. I ain't even know I was dead. I was just, I was just doing shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I ain't had no reason for living. But now, you know what I'm saying? Like, after I jumped off that great hound bus and came to Georgia, man, it's like something flew off me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, something really flew off me. Like, I don't know if that was stress. I don't know what it was, but I just felt free again. And that's where I want to remain in my life. Yeah. You know, that's for real. real. What would you say is the most important thing you want out of your music career? Man, the most important thing I want is my fans to really like, my fans to really understand, like, you know what I'm saying? It ain't gonna be hard for them to understand because what I'm spitting is real, what I'm writing is real, you know, for, but for my fans to like, you know, understand like shit, I come from where y'all come from. I come from property, for real, you know? And, and that's about it. As long as my fans understand, everything good. Real shit. Would you say that's what you want listeners to take from your music? Oh, what I want them to take from my music is, you know, like, the good and the bad, you know? The good and the bad, really. That's what I want for them to take on my music, the good and the bad, you know, because it's a good side and it's a bad side. You know, I don't just rap about the good side, I rap about the bad side too, because you can't have one without the other. Yeah. yeah, real shit. 
Any last words and shout outs? Man, shout out to everybody. This is my boy Shank right here. This is my boy Cash. My boy Shank from Atlanta. My boy Cash from Detroit. You know, free all my guys. You know, shout out to South Carolina. That's where I'm from. Shout out to Atlanta for welcoming me. You know, and just, I'm, I'm on a journey, man. I'm trying to move forward. Real spill, man. Yeah. City Black, we appreciate having you on the porch today, man. Man, I appreciate y'all having me, man. Gang. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Participating McDonald's. Got them rolls from my neck. Been crossed so many times across the turf.